it's just a reading instruction show. As always, I am your host, Dr. Andy Johnson. Today we're talking about fast track teacher preparation programs, what I call the spaghetti model. Now, one of the ideas for getting more teachers of color into the classroom has been to look at fast track alternative teacher preparation programs, such as Teach for America. These kinds of programs are usually based on what's called the spaghetti model. Throw enough spaghetti on the wall and some of it will stick. In other words, throw a bunch of low paid, poorly prepared teachers into the classroom and some will eventually stick around, making it to the second year. But let me ask you this, would you go to a fast track dentist? What about a dentist who is part of a Dentist for America program? I'm guessing most people would say no. We expect a certain level of training and expertise from those in whom we entrust with the care of our teeth. Why would we think it appropriate to expect anything less of those who we trust with the care and education of our children? So let's look at four problems with the spaghetti model. The first is lack of knowledge. Master teachers have four kinds of knowledge. Content knowledge. The second is pedagogical knowledge or strategies, knowledge of teaching strategies. The third is pedagogical content knowledge. That's strategies for teaching specific content math strategies, science strategies, reading strategies, and the fourth type of knowledge is knowledge of learners and learning, how human beings learn. This knowledge is acquired over time, but fast-track teachers do not have time. They don't have the time to acquire it. Thus, they do not have the depth and breadth of requisite knowledge to adequately do the job. This leads to bad teaching, less student learning, more teacher burnout, and constant teacher turnover. The second problem with the spaghetti model, design dependency. Without a wide range of teaching tools or an adequate understanding of teaching and learning, fast-track teachers are reliant on the directions written in teacher's manuals or prepackaged for-profit standardized one-size-fits-all programs or folklore and tradition or what the school district thinks is best. Thus, they become dependent on entities outside the classroom to make decisions about what's best for their students. Now, these entities know nothing of their individual students or the school environment or the learning context. It also means that ineffective one-size-fits-all teaching strategies tend to get perpetuated. The third problem with the spaghetti model is less student learning. Students of fast-track teachers do not learn as much as they do from a skilled teacher. There's research to support this idea. Now, shouldn't all parents expect that their children will have highly trained, capable teachers? Would you want your child to have a classroom teacher who is learning on the job? 
And the fourth problem is ADCT syndrome. The spaghetti model further deprofessionalizes the teaching profession. It promotes ADCT syndrome, which stands for any dumbass can teach. This ultimately serves to suppress teaching wages and keep working conditions from improving. These are the very conditions that make it necessary for programs like Teach for America to exist in the first place. Thus, the spaghetti model teacher licensure program does more to exacerbate the teacher shortage problem in the long term than to fix it. So let's look at an alternative model. There is a need for an alternative teacher licensure program or model. However, such a program should be a solution to the problem, not something that perpetuates it, as does the spaghetti model. To be effective, an alternative teacher licensure program should have the following 10 elements. First, number one, it should be post-baccalaureate. It should be designed for those with a BS or a BA degree who are looking to transition into education. And of course, to attract professional educators, we must prepare them like professionals and pay them like professionals. The second element is intense summer preparation before they enter the classroom. Entry into the classroom would be preceded by an extensive 10 to 12 week summer session designed to provide basic understanding of theories of teaching and learning and some understanding of basic pedagogical strategies and teaching methods. Coursework here would be comprised of six to no more than nine credits. This initial summer session should be no less than 10 weeks in duration because humans simply cannot fast track learn these complex theories and strategies. Complex learning of any kind can't be crammed into two and four week blocks. It takes time and this reflects one idea in basic learning theory how humans learn. The third element would be a focus on knowledge learned over time. As stated previously, learning to teach well is a complex process that occurs over time. Many who enter the teaching profession from the workforce have acquired a body of real-world knowledge upon which to draw this is good. While helpful, however, this isn't sufficient to teach effectively. Thus, alternative teacher licensure programs should focus on enabling teachers to acquire pedagogical knowledge, pedagogical content knowledge, and knowledge of learners and learning. As stated previously, you cannot fast track learn this knowledge with the depth and breadth necessary to use it. Thus, acquisition of such knowledge would be distributed over time, and initially that should be about three years. The fourth element is in context over time. Learning occurs best if the learning episodes are distributed over time and if they occur in authentic context. Now, an appropriately designed alternative teacher licensure program 
is exactly this. It enables this to occur as they are learning while they are in the classroom. The fifth element, scaffolding, mentoring, feedback, and support. An alternative teacher licensure program should provide the scaffolding necessary to enable all alternative licensure, uh, teacher licensure teachers to be successful. This would include mentoring and support from master teachers in all phases of teaching, including lesson planning, teaching strategies, lessons, assessment and evaluation, and behavior management. This support would build upon and reinforce the knowledge and skills covered in the intensive summer preparation pre-teaching experience. It wouldn't be different. It would be reinforcing. So you'd have to have this nice cohesive program, not splintered and fragmented. Now this mentorship presence would be for a minimum of one hour each day in the classroom. The sixth element is on-the-job student teaching. All required student teaching experiences would occur on the job as part of teacher mentoring and they would be paid, of course. This student teaching wouldn't occur as a single block over 12 to 15 weeks, but would be broken up into short three and four week periods spread out over three or four semesters. The seventh element necessary, minimum coursework during the year. Teaching is hard and demanding work, especially when you're first starting. Now coursework is necessary for the continued acquisition of knowledge. However, it should be kept to a minimum during the school year. Thus, no more than three graduate credits should be taken in any semester. Anything more than this detracts from teachers' learning, as well as their classroom preparation and teaching. Again, basic human learning theory informs us here. So, to complement the very busy life of beginning teachers, graduate courses would include asynchronous online offerings or Saturday online hybrid offerings. The eighth element, all academic standards would be fully addressed. Alternative teacher licensure teachers would be required to demonstrate mastery of all the standards required of any teacher candidate. However, because these alternative teacher licensure teachers are learning in context over time, they'd have a much deeper level of understanding and mastery than teachers do when they come from traditional teacher preparation programs. The ninth idea, alternative teacher licensure certification would occur in stages. This would be a three-year program. Each stage would be commensurate with an increase in pay until full licensure is achieved. In terms of credits and coursework, the program would look something like this during the first year. Nine credits in the summer, three in the fall and spring. The second year, nine in the summer, three in the fall and spring. And then the third years, nine in the summer, three in the fall and the spring. Okay, you see it, it occurs over time. And the 10th element, 
continued rigorous professional development with pay increases to maintain licensure. This would be for all teachers. A finished teaching product is not created in any teacher preparation program. That's a myth. That's folly to think that way. At best, teacher preparation programs of any kind provide the basis from which to begin the journey toward being and becoming a master teacher. You have not reached your destination your first, second, or third year. You are on your journey. And master teachers know they never reach the destination. They are always learning and evolving. As well, because of, a continue, of continued research in a variety of areas, the education world is continuing to evolve and to change. Thus, to maintain licensure, all teachers would be required to engage in rigorous professional development every three years, just like professionals in any field. If we want to get and have and keep professional educators, we must treat them like professionals and require some of the same elements. Now, this professional development would focus on the acquisition and development of, four kinds, of the four kinds of knowledge required to be a master teacher. It would focus on content knowledge, pedagogical knowledge, pedagogical content knowledge, and knowledge of learners and learning. Pay increases would be linked to the demonstrated mastery of new knowledge, as well as new pedagogical and technical skills, meaning that you have to demonstrate that you know this stuff and you know how to use it in your classroom. Use these new strategies. Show us how you are using this new research, this new strategies, how it applies to your teaching situation. Those are the 10 elements. We want the right track, not the fast track. One-size-fits-all teacher preparation programs do not work for all teachers. Thus, to ensure a workforce of skilled professional educators, a variety of teacher preparation models are needed. However, they have to be the right kind of models. In this podcast, four problems with the fast-track teacher preparation model, as well as 10 elements necessary for effective alternative teacher licensure programs were described.